0: We want to have a look at the eyewitness testimonies of our Lord's resurrection from the dead. For obviously um, it is very important for us to have testimonial uh, evidence about the fact that Christ has in fact risen from the dead. And uh, the passage of scripture that we'll open up with today, uh, for today's discussion, is in Acts chapter 10, verse 40 and 41. Scripture says, him God raised up on the third day and showed him openly not to all the people but to witnesses chosen before by God even to us who ate and drank with him after he arose from the dead Um, and so we see from this passage of scripture this is an account of Peter preaching to the Gentiles for the first time And what he says here is that um, God had chosen uh, a certain grouping of individuals um, prior to our Lord obviously going to the cross, that these particular individuals would see the resurrected Lord. And Paul refers to himself as being in that uh, grouping, and he also speaks about the people who were with him at the time. Now, there were six other... Jewish believers that were traveling with Peter when he ministered to the gentiles so obviously Peter is referring to himself and those six uh, brethren who had all seen the resurrected Lord because he talks about the fact that when Jesus appeared to them that he ate and drank with them after obviously his resurrection now we know of two accounts in scripture where it's recorded where our lord ate and drank with the disciples after he was raised from the dead the first account we know of is um when he appeared to the disciples the first evening after his resurrection we've already discussed that we ate the broiled fish and the honeycomb in their presence and discussed within the things of the kingdom of god the other account we have in scripture is at the sea of galilee um it was peter john um, in total there were six uh, disciples present with Peter as well John was there, Peter was there uh, the others are named, Nathaniel was there as well not all of them were named um, but it was those seven disciples who were fishing at the time our Lord was on the shore of the uh, Lake of Galilee he said to the guys, have you caught anything? they said no he said well throw your net over on the right side of the boat and you'll ca- have a catch they did so and they were obviously um, astounded with the catch that they had. And then John told Peter, it's the Lord. When Peter heard that, Peter took, put his clothes on and jumped into the sea and swam to the beach. Uh, the others, other disciples came to the beach. They went far out, obviously. And uh, the Lord had prepared breakfast for them. And so they all sat down and had breakfast with our Lord on that occasion. John talks about it in his gospel, John 21, 1 through to 14. And so those are the two occasions that we know of in scripture where our Lord uh, appeared to the disciples and ate and drank with them. And so as I say in Peter's account in, in Acts 10 it's quite possible that the six disciples who were with Peter on that occasion had been with uh, had been present on one of the two occasions as recorded in scripture where our Lord uh, appeared to the disciples and had uh, uh a meal with him, shared a meal with him. Um, but it might be that there's another occasion because not all of the accounts of our Lord's appearing to the disciples after he was raised from the dead are in fact recorded in Scripture. But we do know of those too. Then we get to um, the Apostle Paul. He gives us a, a chronological breakdown of um, all of the appearances that our Lord made to the disciples during the 40-day period. So from the day that our Lord was raised from the dead, from his first day he was raised from the dead, uh, until he ascended into heaven uh, for the final, the last time, over that 40 day period, the Lord appeared to the disciples on numerous occasions. Paul goes in uh, in the scripture and in, in his writing to the church at Corinth, he gives us a breakdown chronologically of the different appearances that our Lord had made over the time that particular time period, the 40 day time period. Now the reason Paul does that is that in the church at Corinth what had happened is that um, Jews um, who were Sadducees and had come into the church and they disputed the resurrection of the dead because the Sadducees uh, under the and, under Judaism at that time did not believe in such things and so they were trying to influence the church that, you know there is no such thing as the resurrection of the dead paul was obviously in his uh, letter to the church at corinth refuting that and he was saying guys you need to now um, make a decision are you going to believe myself and these other witnesses and he, get, and he lists them for us or are you going to believe these individuals who are trying to uh, poison your thinking along this line anyway so what paul does is he gives us uh, a breakdown of Um, witnesses that witnessed our Lord's resurrection in that 40 day period we pick up the account in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 3 to 8 Uh, Paul writing he says for I delivered to you first of all that which I also received that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures and that he was seen by Cephas then by the twelve after that he was seen by over 500 brethren at once of whom the greater part remained to the present but some have fallen asleep after that he was seen by james then by all the apostles then last of all he was seen by me also as by one born out of due time and so um paul gives us as i say a chronological breakdown of those who to whom the Lord had appeared to uh, over that 40-day period. And he starts off his list with uh, Cephas, who is Peter. Um, and he says, you know, he, have, he was seen by Cephas and then by the 12. Now we know that our Lord appeared to Peter the afternoon of his first day of being raised from the dead. Because when the two disciples at Emmaus went back, to the, um, the disciples in Jerusalem that evening and to report that Jesus had appeared to them, they said uh, in, in Luke's Gospel, Luke uh, 24, 33, and 34, that the Lord had appeared to Peter that afternoon. So Paul starts off his list with Peter um, that afternoon. However, that's, Paul. Paul's list is not completely... Um, all-encompassing, because he doesn't know all of the the accounts, obviously, um, because we know that our Lord appeared to Mary Magdalene first that early that morning, uh, before he had ascended to the Father. So Mary gets to see him first. Peter gets to see him that afternoon, and then we have the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, who also then uh, saw the Lord. The Lord appeared to them, just uh, had a discourse with them, and shared a meal together with them. Now, Paul doesn't record their um, seeing the resurrected Lord. He doesn't know about their Well, he maybe knew about it, but he, did, he just didn't list it. So although Paul's uh, list is quite comprehensive, it's not all-encompassing. There are other accounts as well. Anyway, so he goes on to the next uh, on the list. and He says, then our Lord appeared to the twelve. Um, now, the twelve he's referring to are the twelve apostles of the Lamb. There are only twelve apostles of the Lamb. Um, And those were the 12 apostles that were appointed by the Lord when he was on the earth. Now obviously Judas fell from that uh, apostleship. He betrayed our Lord. And so Judas was replaced with Matthias. Now Matthias was there either the night that our Lord first appeared or he was present on the uh, night... Uh, when he uh, appeared eight days later and Thomas was present because don't forget the first night our Lord appeared to the disciples uh, Thomas was not present and uh, John talks about the fact in John 20:26 20, that eight days later the Lord appeared to the disciples Thomas was now present and so our Tom- uh, Thomas was also a witness of our Lord's resurrection but Matthias was either there on the first night or he was there eight days later when our Lord appeared, when Thomas was there as well. And so all 12 apostles of the Lamb witnessed our Lord's resurrection. Now, what is interesting about this comment here is just as an aside, is Paul refers refers to them as the 12. Um, and so Paul himself acknowledges that he was not a, one of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. You get a lot of um, false teaching out there that's uh, try and put across the fact that, well, not the fact that they try to put across the narrative that the church missed it when they appointed Matthias as the twelfth apostle of the Lamb because God had in fact chosen Paul and Paul should have been uh, the twelfth apostle of the Lamb. Paul himself recognises that he was never one of the twelve because he talks about the fact that Jesus appeared to the twelve, Cephas, then the twelve, and Paul puts himself in the list right at the end. And so Paul acknowledged to the church very plainly, he was not one of the apostles of the land, one of the 12 apostles of the land. There are only 12 apostles of the land. And if you go back to the book of Acts, Peter gives us the criteria as to what what criteria had to be met in order for one to become an apostle of the land. They had to have been with the Lord Jesus from the baptism of John all the way through to his resurrection. Now Paul wasn't there at all. Paul was only brought into the church long after our Lord Jesus Christ uh, had died and been raised from the dead. And so that's just an aside, but it's as I say, Paul himself uh, refutes uh, the narrative that he should have been one of the apostles of the Lamb. He knew he wasn't, he didn't qualify, and he says quite categorically that the Lord appeared to the twelve, putting himself outside of that list after that paul then lists uh 500 saints or uh, over 500 dimensions uh, that our lord appeared to at one time so when did this occur well this occurred um again obviously in a 40-day period and what the lord had done if you go and read the gospel accounts you will see that on numerous occasions when our lord was uh, um, ministering on the earth he had said to his disciples after I'm raised from the dead, I will appear to you on this particular mountain. It was a mountain that he had selected in the, the, the area of Galilee. Uh, we don't see that mentioned to us in the Gospels, but we see after our Lord's resurrection, it was referred to on numerous occasions. And so obviously our Lord had pointed out a, a, a mountain to the disciples and said to them, After I've been raised from the dead, you guys, all all of you, all of these disciples, need to come to this mountain, and I will appear to all of you in the at that in, uh, instance. And so, um, what happened is is that. Um, it, it, don't forget when when the the um, angels appeared to Mary the first morning, they also reaffirmed the fact. They said, uh, t- "Go and tell his disciples that the Lord will appear to them on the mountain in Galilee." And that is recorded for us in Mark 16:7. So what happened is on this particular occasion is over 500 of our Lord's disciples went to this mountain on this particular day because they all recalled Jesus had said to them, guys, after I've been raised from the dead, you need to go to this mountain on this day and I will appear to you all. They all went there and our Lord Jesus Christ appeared to them all. Now, an interesting comment that is made when um, our Lord appeared to them on this occasion is that it says, and some doubted. Now, when it says that, in, 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 if you've got to read the account, I'm not too sure which gospel it is in. It might be Luke's gospel. Um, it said the 11 went um, to the mountain, talking about the 11 apostles of the Lamb. And some doubted. Now, some people think, okay, well, then you know, some of the the Lord's apostles still doubted His resurrection. Well, that's not the case at all. When it says that some doubted, it's talking about there were over five hundred disciples there at the time, and our Lord appeared to all of them. Now, when it says some doubted, it was purely their reaction to seeing the risen Lord. Don't forget the first night when our Lord appeared to His disciples, even though He was physically standing in front of them, they were struggling to get their minds to comprehend what they were seeing. Uh, because you know, it, this is not normal for people to be walking around alive in, in their physical bodies after they have been killed. And so uh, that's what was transpiring in some of the disciples' minds when they saw the risen Lord on that occasion. Uh, Obviously our Lord overcame their doubts just like he overcame the doubts of the disciples on the first night. Because our Lord said to to them, you know, why do you doubt? Uh, And he rebuked them for their hardness of heart and not believing. Uh, And so our Lord would have overcome uh, the 500 as well. Now what Paul tells us about the 500, or it's actually more than 500 he talks about, he says um, when he wrote that letter to the church, church at Corinth, It was roughly 25 years after our Lord had been raised from the dead. And so what Paul says is that uh, quite a few of those saints had already died, fallen asleep uh, by that time. He said, however, there's a, a number of them who are still alive. And those saints could verify Paul's account as being factual because they were there present on that mountain on that day when Jesus appeared to all of those disciples at the same time. So that's the next uh, grouping that uh, Paul refers to. Then the next one that Paul talks about is James, our Lord appearing to James. Now, he said that he appeared to James after this event on the mountain in, Gal- in Galilee. Now, James was our Lord's younger brother. Um, there were five brothers in, in the family, our Lord Jesus and four other brothers. Um, and he had three sisters as well but obviously jesus was the oldest james was the second oldest in the family now when our lord jesus christ um, began his public ministry and proclaimed that he was now the son of god uh, none of his family believed in him his father didn't his mother didn't and none of his siblings did either in fact they all thought he had lost his mind if you go read the gospel accounts and so during our lord's earthly ministry his family rejected him, um, including James, um, and so James and and his, the rest of his brothers didn't believe in our Lord Jesus Christ at all. However, what had happened is, obviously, is God, again, I'm just going to just relate what transpired in Scripture, you're going to have to look at it up yourself, um, God had chosen James and Jude for salvation, but not only for salvation, but also to be apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, and so, Lord, after he was raised from the dead, he appears to James. Now when he appears to James, James obviously believes in the resurrected Lord. uh, And he then then becomes an apostle of the Lord. Now the scripture, Paul doesn't list uh, a Lord appearing to Jude. However, um, uh, Jesus would have appeared to Jude as well. And Jude thus also converted to Christianity and became an apostle Of the Lord so those are the two of the Lord's brothers that were chosen for salvation the rest of the Lord's family except for Mary Mary believed in the Lord right at the end when our Lord went to the cross it was at that point that she broke with the family and she acknowledged that her son was in fact the Son of God and she gave became a follower of his which is why when our Lord was on the cross and he's looking down and Mary standing there, and John, the apostle, well, you know, he was an apostle, was standing next to her. Jesus makes this comment. He says to her, woman, behold your son. And he looks at John and he says, uh, behold your mother. And the scripture goes on to say that from that day, John took her into his home. Now, the reason that John took her into his home is because she had been um, kicked out of her home. Joseph and the rest of the family had rejected her because um, she was now a follower of Jesus. They had uh, chosen the way of the the scribes and Pharisees, and they had rejected Jesus as Messiah. And so she was um, ostracized from the family. Um, And that's why John had to start taking care of her because she had, don't forget she had, Joseph was still alive, Joseph had not died. If you go look at the accounts in scripture, very plain he was still alive. And she had these four sons, um, James, Jude, and the other two, their names are, are kind of, uh, I, I don't get it at the moment. And she had three daughters. None of them would take care of her, but John had to. And so, we, very clearly, uh, she was ostracized from her family because she believed in the Lord. Anyway, so our Lord appears to James. Then Paul goes on to say, Then our Lord appeared to all the apostles. Uh, and he goes on to say, Then last of all, he is seen by me also as one born out of due time. Now, Paul puts himself into the category of all the apostles. Now, the apostles that Paul is talking about here are not the 12 apostles of the Lamb. These are all the other apostles that our Lord had, had appointed at that time. Uh, the scriptures, if you go look at through the book of Acts and also the epistles, uh, you will see that the scriptures actually list roughly 23, 22, 23 uh, apostles by name, really. Um Scripture. So there weren't only the 12 apostles of the Lamb, there were numerous other apostles. Barnabas was an apostle, Uh, Apollos was an apostle. There were, as I say, numerous other apostles listed in Scripture. Paul was not one of them as well. And Paul says, the Lord appeared to all of them. And so one of the, the the qualifications that we see in Scripture for one to stand in the office of apostle is that at some point in their ministry, the Lord would appear to the individual. And so you get a lot of people going around today saying, I'm an apostle, um, and they call themselves apostle so-and-so, and apostle so-and-so. It's a fleshly thing. They want to, you know, because they want to make themselves out to be important in the church, but that's 99.9% of the time, they're not apostles of the Lord. Uh, because as I say, one of the qualifications To be an apostle of the Lord is that you would have had to seen the risen Lord at some point in your ministry. That's one of the qualifications for being an apostle. And so um, that's Paul's uh, list that he gives to us. Um, But as I say, there, there are others. Paul missed Mary. Paul misses out the two disciples on the road to Emmaus. So he doesn't list all of the accounts. But there are numerous accounts given to us eyewitness testimonies in scripture of our lord's resurrection from the dead now we believe their eyewitness testimony why because they were all men of good reputation men and women of good reputation and a lot of them not in fact you could go down the road of saying most of them um, gave their lives for their eyewitness testimony that jesus christ had been raised from the dead And so they were quite willing to martyr themselves for the lord because they had seen the lord they would not ever deny his resurrection um had it been all a hoax been made up when it came to the crunch and they were threatened with death um, believe you me most of them would they would recant it from that uh, uh, hoax that they were trying to perpetrate but that wasn't the case at all they had all seen our lord um his resurrection from the dead and they would they stood by that uh testimony even unto death and so that's the testimonial evidence that the church has about our lord's resurrection from the dead a very solid testimonial evidence many 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 witnesses recorded um and so we have a sure a foundation in the fact that our Lord Jesus Christ has in fact been raised from the dead. We believe their eyewitness testimony and thus we too become part of the kingdom of God and we are thus born again. We're going to end the teaching on that.